This is a big timing comedy production. Coming to you from the heart of Kingsville, Maryland. A place where the beer flows like wine. Deep inside the torture chambers of producer Mike. Big Timing Comedy presents Paco's Got Balls featuring Wendy. Hosted by the founders and pioneers of Big Timing Comedy, Stefan Subovich. I'm your Huckleberry. And Eric Jolliger. 100 push-ups in 20 minutes! And featuring Wendy Townsend. Showing! Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. I want to jerk the wheel into a goddamn bridge in one minute! Right. What the hell just happened? That's your cue. Are, have we started? We have. I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear a goddamn thing. That's because won't? I mute you, so you don't talk over all the music. You muted yourself too. Yes, I, I, I was did. just sitting here in complete darkness and silence. I never. I never got the finger. I have no idea what's See this? happening. Nobody no. does, Eric. Least of all me. Well. Good day, good evening, and sunny. Uh, this watch party is going insane already. This is episode oh boy. 166. It's going nuts. Stefan, that's what happens when you show up late. Uh, almost 20 minutes. Almost 20 minutes late. So um, we were actually going to start without you. I'd be happy if you started without um, me. Well, we... Uh-huh. We, were well, we were working on it. We were in the <laughs> next time you next time you have my full permission to to steam forward. I was busy reading the Descendants to my daughter. Yeah, you, uh, you look like your um your uh, Jim that- Carrey from the Truman Show, where he's like stuck in the middle with you. That's what yeah. I'm doing. I'm right here. I'm right here, sweet baby boy. You have this weird shadow around you, like yeah. The, like, the backdrop things for you are always very strange. <laughs> Yeah, he needs a green yeah, I, screen. I, it's just been left since our last one, to be honest. I don't. Oh, okay. I, I was really hammered finishing up our last show, I think, and I'm, I'm not exactly sure how to get this background off now. So, <laughs> right-click on yourself. Here, I'm going to change. Here we go. I Everybody's watching us just chitty chat with each other. Well, I found. you know, we're just we're we're getting started, Wendy. This is what yeah. we do: chitty chat, and uh, they're going to goddamn listen to us for right now, okay? While we chitty chat. All right. Unless you have something very important you'd like to talk about right now. Uh, no. How I'm are you feeling? How are you drinking feeling? My, I feel better than I did this morning. I'm drinking my Gatorade. Yeah. To get my yeah. electrolytes. I was vomiting very heavily this morning. Ugh. Made a nice bed on my um, bathroom floor. Did you Did you get vomit? Anywhere that you wouldn't like vomit, like anywhere outside of the toilet or sink? No, maybe? thankfully no, because I could not handle i'm i'm like i can't even clean my sink out type of girl like like it's not if it, i had to clean up vomit off of something that would really i would have a hard time with that she hates the gag reflex from the vomit yeah i had to clean um, that little like little drain thing in your sink out this week and it was pretty horrendous it was pretty awful i, was I like had gagging the whole time I was my like, kitchen sink was like that was so bad my dad had to do it because i was like <clears throat> Like I couldn't any wet noodle, any like ugh. it's all gunky. Like it is, ugh, it is like the one thing I can't do. I can't do. I cannot do it. How about it? My favorite's when there's like hair trapped oh. in the in the either the tub. Usually the tub's the grossest, right? Because you know where yeah. that hair has been. Coming oh, from. I have a little trap there to catch my hair. Yeah, sometimes it gets through the trap. I've had to one time. I had to run a like a um, uh, oh. what's it like a hanger down there, mm-hmm. and I pulled up. Well, like, 
I pulled out like six feet of hair. Yeah. So Bill Hensel goes, my wife is the same way. Yeah, I cannot do that. Robert said I'm hot as fuck. Thanks, Robert. I'm talking about puking and he's like, Wendy's hot. What about about me and Stefan and Mike, Robert? Mm. He ain't interested in you. Anybody got time for that? I'm going to share this out. Uh, Chris Lawrence said Stefan looks like emo Toby Maguire from Spider-Man 3. <laughs> That's, right. Accurate, Chris. That's right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be doing a dance segment after this. Oh, did Chris? Yeah, okay. I had to scroll up. Oh, my God. I can't unsee Wonderful. this. Oh, <laughs> to Chris Lawrence. James Finney Finn. What's up, James Finney. Finn? There's a lot of people watching right now. Hi, Matt, James Finn. Jeremy Cat, Sherry Ashley. Stoney, Stoney's watching Tina, Becky Marshall, yeah, Stacy, Dave, Ashley hey, Ray, Pete, Peter Bergen, Pete Bergen in the house, Peter, Pete, nice, Peter. welcome everybody. Peter. You get to hear about my gag reflex, and I don't like clean sinks. I have a terrible gag reflex too. It's very sensitive. I can I can hit it I just know. just by just by coughing real hard. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, do you ever brush your teeth and like yeah. get it then? Well, you gotta clean oh, your yeah. tongue. Always do it brushing my teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. I used to be way better at not having one, but when it comes to cleaning any wetness in my sink or drains, and I'm like, oh, I'd rather so be laying. I'd be rather be laying some pipe. Not. <laughs> <laughs> so why is it when you gag, you get a lot of mucus? Is it like? I don't like lubricate things. Like what? What's that all about? I don't know. Sorry, I've been like, watching a lot of porn lately, so. Yeah, I. The last time we had the podcast, uh, you made a ton of porn references, and we were like, "How's your quarantine going, Eric? What kind yeah. of what, what porny into right now, Eric? Let's yeah, Eric, please, Eric, please take us. How far into the drift are you? I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> you got to be deep at this point. Yeah, normal porn. Normal porn. There's no way normal no. porn is satisfying you at this no, point. You got to be into like gangbangs with like fucking hubcaps involved. Come on, talk to me. It's probably uh, into like cuckle, like cucking and thro- the throat bulges is the thing I've been throat into. bulges. <laughs> is that what you just said? That's what he said. Can you talk me through that one, balls? Can you describe to me what a throat bulge uh, is? Stefan, I'm going to go ahead and assume it's not an Adam's apple, my friend. Probably not. No, I can't wait to hear the description. So it's like when, Whoa. You, when she's like laying on her back. Her head's hanging off the bed like that. I like how you're demonstrating this. Come on. Really get back. Really get back. Come on, Big Bird. bird. Stretch that neck. So I've got the Adam's apple there just to illustrate how this looks. Mm. They lay back, and then there's like the straight shot down. You're you're really, what you're talking about is extreme deep throating. Yeah, but what kind of, so these, I mean, these hogs have to be huge for them to get that far, like, down. Oh, yeah. Some of them are, uh, yeah, there are some meat (laughs) dangles. Are, oh. I, wait, I think we all want to know: Are they trimmed or not? Do you have to? Do you have to look at, at porn that has foreskin now, or can you not? Some are and some aren't. Um, I, I prefer uncut myself. You know, <laughs> Chris Lawrence said you're a degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh. Hey, it's what we do. It's what we do to entertain. So now, answer the question: Can you watch uncut dicks now? Or I, I can. I don't think it's as amusing. It's not as entertaining for me. Um, well, my porn, my favorite porn star has always been uncut. Yeah. Oh, so I I prefer it. He's he's the man. I'm, I've become a big fan of his. By Who the way. is this? Oh. Sorry, uh, can you repeat the guy who's the man? 
Oh, Manuel Ferrara is my favorite porn star. Oh, we know you love him. Yeah, he's been a legend for years. I know, but apparently Eric's now like, oh, yeah, I'm becoming a fan. Eric's a fan of Manuel Ferrara now. Eric, what is it about his – is it his performance, his facial expressions? What do you appreciate about this gentleman? Oh, he's a smacker. He's a dirty talker, and he's uncut. I I know why you like him. I want to know the male male perspective, Eric. I want to know what what the fulcrum is for you to go, I respect this guy for Um, his choices. I don't know. Like, he's – I've watched – it was one uh, – one one uh, movie or clip or whatever the fuck you call it, and he he and the girl like made eye contact and they just kind of like giggled like they were just having the time of their lives and I was like, he's got something about. So it. let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Go, Wendy. Go. Okay, so you your sex has been so forced that when two people make eye contact and are like, hey, we're fucking, this is fun. You're so turned on by that? No. Well, no. I mean, it's, it's produced porn, so I, it's worse. <laughs> he, he really... Still- you're still fucking. That's fun. When he cuddles her afterwards and tells her he loves her, <laughs> his acting is, is top notch. It reminds me of Tom Cruise in the first mission. <laughs> oh, I was waiting to hear a Berlin song in a motorcycle. Oh, God. Eric. Eric, Eric, you're in deep when you're noticing the performances of the male performers. <laughs> I'm telling you, brother. You, you got yeah. to and you so out. is he. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hey. always doing like the scroll through. I'm like, boring, 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 boring. Oh, ooh, when did that go in? When did that go in? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God. I'm just answering the questions you're asking. Hey, you're honest. I'm yeah. not, I'm not, hey, I'm, I'm loving your answers. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be, I'd be amiss if I wasn't commenting on it, though. It'd you be know? fucking boring if I was like, well, you know, it's, it's cool when he inserts his dick. I know. Bill Hensel, I apologize. You know? we, we don't only talk about porn. I'm sorry. Yeah, a well, lot of times it's, this is how it goes. We're in COVID. I mean, what what what, is, what can we talk about? You know, I I seriously can't stand porn anymore. We talked about that before. Right, I don't right. I don't watch it at all anymore. Now you've gotten to the point where it where what it sickens you, Wendy? <laughs> is it like a Pavlov's dog? You get dizzy, or you just don't it, even want to? It hold, just hold because it desensitizes like the human experience. No, you're right. That's the yeah. absolute truth. And I and I had a lot of issues in my last situation so i'm like i fucking hate it now yeah i'd rather i'd rather just go into my own head picture whoever they want whoever yeah. i want in there doing that, saying whatever i want in my own head that's where you got to be careful right because when you go too far into the drift normal sex norm your normal sex life won't satisfy you anymore guys, guys, you got to be careful yeah. balls chris yeah Lawrence. and I've, chris, i definitely guys, feel like it's i feel so much better sexually when i don't do it because everything is such an experience yeah. now right i agree with that Chris, Balls, go ahead. Chris said Eric loves watching porn that ends with, can you grab a gallon of milk? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, good times. Deep good times. into the comments. You were like, mm-hmm. Stefan, you're like, is it like Pavlov's theory? Like, it just disgusts <laughs> Yeah, like, just the very thought of it might sicken you. I don't know. No, no. So if somebody sent me a clip or like, hey, I think this is hot or like, check this out, I'll like peek at it. And I'm like, yeah, sure. that's, that's pretty hot. But I'm not going to go upstairs and fucking get cranking on it. Yeah, I got you. You're not flicking that bean. <laughs> I do every day, though, but not to that. You use your mind. Yeah, yeah, I just close my eyes and I'm like, mm. oh, that's so that's so old school. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It's working. It gets old. <laughs> what did you? What What did the pandemic do to you? Well, I'll tell you what it did. It caused me to start masturbating with my mind. <laughs> I had a sex dream. I had a sex dream. Okay, I, I uh, this happens to me. And wait, let me analyze you? your dream. Go. Okay, so I was having a sex dream and I was woken up because like my junk was like in you know mm. being mm. you know 
It was like moving. Things mm-hmm. are moving. Mm-hmm. It's a very and vivid I like, dream. I was having like a mini orgasm that woke me up because mm. of the sex dream I was having. Wow. Nocturnal emission, if you will. Guys, that happens to guys a lot. You know, usually when they haven't had sex in a very long time. I, you know, the, the most shocking part to me is that I was not touching myself. I was completely asleep. Yeah. Like my brain was so powerful. Sure. With this thought of me fucking this person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That I it was like, we're going to take over. Hands like, free. It used to happen to me a lot in high school. And most guys that are going through puberty and adolescence, that'll happen too. But again, oh, yeah. when you get older, if you haven't had sex in a real long time, every once in a while it'll happen. It's great. You're having like a sex dream. Yeah. And then, but then we would, I would wake up and then actually be covered in semen. And, you know, and then it's right. like, oh God, but I'm, you know, I'm 15. I'm like, my mom can't fucking see these sheets. You know what right. I mean? Like, what do I, I didn't know any better. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, but I mean that's expected of a teenager. You know what I mean? That's yeah, yeah, normal, but, right? but yeah, but when you're 35 yeah. and living at home, then it's like my mom can't see these sheets. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, that's when you go get a soda, accidentally strip the soda, <laughs> pull the sheets off. Like I spilled my soda on my sheets. I spilled my Mountain Dew. <laughs> Which, my code red. Which, by the way, I've been pummeling Mountain Dew in quarantine. Like it's nobody's yeah. fucking business. Wow. Have you? You've been chugging Mountain Dew? Diet Mountain Dew. Oh, diet Mountain Dew. All right. Because mm-hmm. yeah, Mountain Dew's packed with sugar. Diet's well so, so my Joan said to me, she goes, Wendy, out of all the all the drugs and all the shit you do and all the drinking you do, she goes, that's the one thing I cannot get on board with. You should probably stop that. It's bad yeah, for your body. Right. <laughs> and I go, out of all the other shit you just listed. Yeah. She's she like, goes, give oh, me it's so bad for you. She's like, get that Mountain Dew out of here. That is completely disgusting. It's horrible <laughs> for your body. Now give me another bump. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, she doesn't, she doesn't socially, she doesn't socially benefit from you. Drinking she literally was like, out of all the fucking shit that you do, she goes, I cannot get on board with that. That is so bad for you. I go out of all, all the Soda's things. Bad. Soda's bad. It really is very bad for you. And all I the studies it. show it. I mean, there's some other things that are bad for you as well, but. You know, soda's not as fun as all the other things that are bad for you. I know. You know, it's not if worth it. If I was going to cut any of them out, it'd probably yeah. be Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, that's the one that's least fun that's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. I love Fact. that we have, uh, we have closed caption on our uh, feed. It's pretty cool. Do we? Yeah. That's closed caption for the hearing impaired. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. that only comes up in your settings. It yeah, does, everybody doesn't. Mine. Everybody doesn't have it. I'm See. See if it can keep up with this. Yeah. Spodiotidopalicious. What did but it say? I, but I want that. I want that. It's, it's got a bit of a delay, so stand by. Here it Abra. Comes. A cadabra. <laughs> Here it comes. Cadabra, it just says hearing cadabra, impaired, right? Cadabra. Abra. <laughs> a cadabra. <laughs> I want to talk to Samson. <laughs> oh, here it comes. I want malicious. to reach out and grab you. It said malicious. What that say? What I want that I want. It's hot bit. Yeah, it couldn't. Yeah, it's really up. working. It's couldn't really keep up, could it? Yeah, it's, really it's good. It's a good translator you've got there. Yabba dabba do. Try some drunk person, like. All right, so, what's up? We have news. Yeah. Topics. So, Let's um, crank in here. So I I've officially lost the last um, I I would say square inch of the domicile here at uh at the Jolliker Estate. Um, we put in a giant swing set with monkey bars, a tower, oh, a slide. <gasps> uh oh. What happened? What happened to Wendy? Oh, Did she? Uh, something happened with her dog, Oliver. I can Uh-oh. hear it in the background. She, I heard an oh, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Why'd you mute stuff on? 
I didn't. I keep muting myself. Um, Sunday's doing a project behind me, and it's, it's she's rustling some bags. I didn't want it to beat oh. through. Every, Sorry, I, I left my anyway. dog outside. You're fine. You're fine. I was. I heard him barking. I was like, Oh god, I forgot. I put the dog outside. I mean, it's. Oh, very, did you guys know I had a kitchen fire? It's very nice. Yes. Oh, we're gonna get to that. Don't worry. Yeah, we're gonna get to that when we have our super uh, secret yes. celebrity guest. Who, yes. Who told me three hours ago that he was coming on, but hasn't hasn't come on yet. Now he said yep. he's gonna be putting his kids down. He'll be sitting by the fireside. He said. So. Dude, wait. So we have a secret super secret celebrity guest. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Not, and he's, and he's, he's a chef, drunk. Wendy. Wink. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I already know, and I'm already I know excited. you do. That you should be. Yeah, so we want to talk about your kitchen fire when he's here. Yeah, exactly. It's very okay. topical. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so I've, I've lost the last square inches of my domicile here. We, we ordered this giant swing set monkey bars tower slide. It's now in the yard. It's Yeah, what did Chris call you last year? Daddy Warbucks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it looks like uh, the, the castle of Castle Black. And, uh, nice. Yeah. Have you gotten to ride any of the uh, of the slides or anything? <laughs> no, not yet. You uh, haven't you haven't tried out the fruits of your labor? Did you I have will, to did you have to build it? Oh no! No way! Uh, no, no way! You oh. built that? I, I would. Oh, I, I oh would come gladly... on! Gun gun toting fucking skull chewing balls over here couldn't get a hammer and nails out. Oh, I could. I mean, build he could it, have. But I'm it would sure, have taken but me. No way a, you did. It would have taken me a fucking week. They came in and set it up in like 20 minutes. We're in a pandemic. Do a project. Yeah. Yeah. Not that project. <laughs> yeah. I'm already. You're salty. like not that project, not for my like fucking already, kids. I'm already salty about it, so. <laughs> You're like not that project, not for my fucking kids. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> like, if, I, if I was gonna build a bar in my basement, I thought I'd fucking done that. Oh, uh, you're good. Yeah. You're good yeah. So, um, so yeah. First, it was the basement, then the garage, now the yard, and I'm uh, I'm looking to buy a shed, and that's gonna have to be my new. Uh, my new space. Yeah, that'd be good. Maybe we can electrify it and jam out in your shed. Oh, oh my God. We should have like gardeons and shit in there, too. Yeah. By, and by shed, why don't we get you a little guest house? Oh, it's going to have a little loft <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't sound like yeah. you're going to have it a cot It sounds like they're really there. just like slowly booting you out of your own yeah. house. Oh, yeah, but it, it'll be like where the band goes. And yeah, by band, oh, totally. I mean us and all our comic buddies. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> we can record our podcast yeah. from there. Hey, we could have a studio. Sure. Yeah. We can make it then, soundproof. Next thing, next thing you know, flowers, you know, starts picture frame because they're yeah. using a she shed. And then wait, and then, Eric's, and then she's like, "Why don't you get an apartment down the street?" You know, Eric's Republican, uh, Republican uh, loins won't be able to help, and he'll put a bunker underneath. <laughs> he'll be, you go down the stairs, and it'll be like a whole other fucking house. He'll have just prepped. It'll oh, be, yeah. it'll be great. Fallout shelter. Sounds like it'll be like a porn cellar. Where he's got a bunch of videos of extreme deep throating. Yeah, like one of those like realistic sex dolls and shit. (laughs) Her her name's Mandy. Yeah, and she's got like they have pictures together. He dresses her and says he dresses her and tells and says what a good listener she is. Mm -hmm. He holds her hand and looks in her eyes and they giggle. Emily's totally okay with it. She's like, it saved our marriage. <laughs> oh man, Eric, yes. we got big, we got big plans for you. Oh, yeah. like. <clears throat> oh, Did you guys see that? By the way, that se- that thing I'm referencing with that sex style with the couple, that it was an actual couple that had one of those, <laughs> and they so- said 
it saved their marriage. That yeah. was their quote. It's so yeah. fucking bizarre. Yeah, and I saw the wife and I was like, yeah, fucking duh. Yeah, she is. She was not a very attractive. What was, wait, what <laughs> was this on? Where did Somebody posted it. It was probably yeah, Tommy Simbazo, like, if I had to guess. Somebody yeah, like that. He does a lot of articles. Yeah. But yeah, somebody posted it. I watched it. It was a video and an article about it. And it was, yeah, it was like uh, this couple. And the weird thing is, is like, she's the one that brings in all the money. I think she's like a software engineer. Mm-hmm. And he, she's and like, he I bought you this expensive. Phone yeah. Call. And he's like an aspiring musician or something, you know, like just a, had no career. But she and she's the one that bought him the fuck doll because he was like, you know, she basically I'm not attracted to my wife. And she's like, it's great. Everything's great. It's <laughs> um, great. I date her, too. She's my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. They dress her and take her out. They push her around in a fucking wheelchair and yeah, they take pictures with her. Have you yeah. seen the movie Lars and the Real Girl? Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Exactly yeah. what that's like. The, the doll's dating both of them, by the way. Yeah. Like they're, yes. It's like a three way. It's mm-hmm. not just him. So. Yeah, she's got speech patterns and shit. It is weird. That is- there was one. Did you remember the one photo where she was in the car and she looked like a real person? Holy shit. There was like three where I was like, God damn, she looks like a thick, attractive Latina. And then there was the yeah. one they kept making fun of her pants because they were like, it's clearly his pants. It was like right. some like awful pair of, like Dickie's work pants. It, I, I, I'm <laughs> telling you, like there was one photo where I was like, holy shit, it looks like a real person. Like, I feel like that's just. I don't know. I would be yeah. freaked out walking out. Yeah. There's like a doll there. Like, what yeah, you I, I, I went away thinking, man, I could probably scrounge up four grand. <laughs> <laughs> it's very realistic. Yeah, but it, I thought it was way more expensive than that. I'm going to need. No, that. I think I'm it's gonna, like, look, you can get a tiger for two grand. How much is a sex doll for? Probably well, because they're breeding tigers illegally all over the goddamn place, which we just found <laughs> out. The sex dolls take a lot of work. Yeah, they're like stainless steel. How much work could they be? <laughs> I mean, I'm, you're I'm right. There's a grand. complex electronics. Yeah, I'm it's need a lot the four going grand on. to buy the shed just as the cover before I even get that far. Well, you could also upgrade. I noticed that they had done upgrades. Listen to this uh, shit. They had upgraded her eyes to make them more realistic. So they had they had bought her and then and piecemealed more do realistic they, like, pieces onto the this eyes, doll. Like, pop out like marbles and you pop new ones in. I guess. I mean, they're just they they had to pay for the more. They're an upgrade essentially, so, where you get the eyes that don't look like they're a dead, lifeless android. I guess they. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they, they actually like. Move and I think, yeah, uh, you know, I don't know. I haven't, Eric, we'll have to do a little research. Maybe we can uh, get one of the manufacturers on the show in, in the future and interview them. Mike, can do get that. on top of that. Yeah. Or Wendy. Yeah. Do that, Wendy? Mm-hmm. I think we I think we spoke to someone um, on the morning show a while back. Mike Anderson was like obsessed with it. They wanted mm. to get one for the morning show. Yeah. The real doll, right? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's pick yeah. this up where it left off. For yeah. Sure. Okay. For sure. So, yeah. So, yeah. So the, the shed is going to be next. And uh, that's definitely going to be the cover for the bunker. Yeah, we're going to walk in. It's just going to be this shed. And I'm going to open the secret door. and We're going to go down below ground. I love it. I will. I have often wanted a, a fallout bunker slash sex dungeon. It's been one of my dreams yeah, for a long time. As long time. as that door doesn't close behind me, I will mm. be willing to take a pixie poo. Mm-hmm. Other than that. It sounds like a very dangerous saw situation. I don't want to get myself mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to be a trap door of some sort too. Like yeah. a, you, like you flip yeah. open a statue head and push a button and it opens up real mm-hmm. like like yeah. um, pneumatically. You know, I'm thinking like I'm thinking yeah. like a bookcase. 
Ooh, that's a classic. You pull a book like Batman, you pull a book, but I want it. I don't want the bookcase to open up. I want you to pull the book and then like a pit opens up with the, with the stair, the spiral staircase. You're just just essentially creating like the Adams family house at this point now. Well, yeah, yeah. You're like, there's a whole bunch of chains. You pull one, you're coming out of a fucking There's an elevator. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. So what you in that cup there, Stefan? I'm curious. Water. I'm just doing water. I got way too drunk last time. I was hungover for like the whole day. Really? You were that drunk on the last episode? Yeah. I just kept drinking. I wasn't really paying attention. It was hard to get up. <laughs> I got to get up with a five-year-old in the morning. So. Yeah, I'm not drinking yeah. either. Yeah, I'm Gatorade. I I'm, me and Gatorade. Gatorade. What, the, what the hell kind of cocktail party is last night, so. A few pops. I, I drank some bourbon. I was on that Twitch stream last night. Yeah, I did how, a, was I did a, how was that? Let's fun. talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you basically just play video games and and talk. I, it's basically this, but with video games. So Laura and Laura's husband and her son literally like get paid to be on this Twitch. Yeah, day. they're literally doing it every night. And there's like computer screens everywhere in this fucking room. It's like a whole big thing. Yeah, it's a big I, thing. Uh, my my buddy Mike tried to get us on Twitch with the with the podcast live feed. What's up, Steve Dorita? Yeah, I think if we yeah. start playing video games, it would make more sense. It looks like it's for gaming. It is. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and um, just not sit in for any of those. <laughs> yeah. Well, my body. Remember Mike Carrenti, who's come on the show. He yeah. had the uh, the nonprofit mm-hmm. with the disc golf and all that. So yeah, it's yes. him. He's got a he's got a Twitch channel called Sneaky Beagle Gaming that he started. Yeah. So, so I don't play video. Guy. I don't play video games though. So what do I do? You can just go on and pretend that you can and be funny. That's what I did. Right. I played as Joe Exotic. I played a game with him as Joe Exotic. What did you? What game did you play? Rocket League. We were playing. It's like it's like soccer with cars. Oh, I've watched you play that. Before. You've seen that one. Yeah. 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 But so, so, but yeah, Wendy, to your point, there's people. This has become a huge like esports and e gaming and, and people watching people play video games and the and I guess the entertainment value of it beyond just people being good at video games. I wonder why it's Justin's huge. not on Twitch because he's fucking hilarious <clears throat> and he plays video games all the time. He'd What's he play? Crazy. What's he play? Oh, I mean, Christ, go look at his Twitter feed. Shit that I've never heard of. Who? Maybe, maybe I'll talk to him about it. You know, I can get something going here. Yeah. I mean, especially. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm sure he would do that. He plays video games all day. I play. I game. His whole I, basement's an arcade. Oh, Justin. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, we should talk to him about it. Yeah. Boot it. Talk to him about it. I'm going to talk to him about it. All yeah. Right. I don't. This note was in here. Is this an old note? The Parks and Rec had the reunion show. Is that old? Yeah, that is old. Okay. That's an old note. Do you need yeah. new? Do you need new notes? New <sighs> stories? I think 167 had the new notes. I was confused when we were when looking through. Somebody <coughs> didn't share them with me. I put new notes in 167. Yeah. There's okay. a Freddie Mercury tribute concert that's steaming globally. Mary Kate Olsen's getting divorced. She has a book oh. out. Uh. Yeah, I mean, we can do this all day. Matt Pinfield got hit by a car. He's I shared his GoFundMe for he needs medical bills paid. Matt Pinfield from MTV. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I saw that. What's going on with him? He got hit he's by got... a car. He's having so many complications, and his medical bills are getting astronomical. Like, they're just insane. He's in the hospital for a long, long time. He's having a lot of issues. And they, were they oh, just, one, of his, one of his musician friends started up a GoFundMe for it, and then when Amelia shared it, I ended up sharing it. Okay. Hey, by the way, our guest is going to be zooming in in five minutes. Nice. So I don't know yeah. if who has to admit him or whatever, but I gave him the link Mike. that Mike had shared with me. So. Yeah. Wait. So, did this person get hit by a car during the pandemic when there's like a lot? No, this was this traffic? was a while. This was a while ago. Okay. Right. You know but who Matt Pinfield just, is, Eric? Right. Yeah, Matt Pinfield. One hundred twenty minutes MTV. 
Yeah, he's been on oh, there forever, 30, right, 40, right, right, right. 30 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like him and Kurt Loder, those are the two guys. <laughs> which, Kurt which, Loder by the way, like did you see he's like 75 or something. Yeah, yeah he looks old. pretty good for being that old. Uh, did you see that Vera Wang is 70? She doesn't even look like yeah. she's 28 years old. That's, she's yeah. got one of the best names in the history of the world. Yeah, dude, she's 70. She looks like she's not even in her 30s. It's disgusting. Man, Vera Wang. She's probably had a little work done. A little bit. Yeah, she yeah. Dies, she still dyes her hair. She's, I don't know. Her whole body is probably not real. She's it's just probably a, she's one just a living sex doll she's now. Just, yeah. Yeah. And and right back to the sex yeah, dolls. Yeah. We got away from it for at least yeah, two we, minutes. Like, I was really yeah. proud of us. Yeah. Yeah. I love the people are like, is this all you talk about? Porn? No, we talk about other stuff like Vera Wang and how she looks like a sex doll. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's like, still hit it. I fucking, I put my dick in it. Would you guys rather fuck a sex doll that looks like Vera Wang or actually fuck Vera Wang? <laughs> but uh, yeah, she'd be welcome into, She'd be welcome into my dungeon. Or I'm sorry, my uh, my my man yeah, cave. Right. Or he should. Yeah, you can call it a dungeon. It's okay, Eric. We don't mind. Uh, did you guys mind. see that? So New York City sets the record for the uh, most amount of days without a pedestrian being hit by a car. I know, but it's so like, that should be an asterisk. That's like Barry Bonds <laughs> right. hitting all those home runs. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. That's a hilarious stat to have when there's literally you're not allowing people to go. Right. Anywhere. Yeah. It looks. <laughs> yeah. Like when they show pictures They're flattening the curve streets. It looks yeah. like um, what was yeah. that movie with Will Smith when like New York? He was the only one living in New York City. I am legend. Yeah, yeah, with the dog. With I remember the dog, that. And mm -hmm. he had his mannequin. That was a book. That, that was store. a book. I remember yeah. that. That was pretty good. He did a good job. He carried that film. You know, it was just him. If you think about it, him. and it was like that and yeah. green screen and shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. There's other whatever movies are like that, like Castaway, I guess. You know, where um, one where one guy kind of carries. Yeah. It. So there's a movie that Ryan Reynolds did where he's oh, the entire yeah, he's in the, movie. In the box. He's in a coffin. Oh, oh that movie! I hate how it ends. You think he's getting saved? And, oh, I, I know. Care about it. I know. I, you watch it the whole time, like oh, is it? It's gut wrenching. It's gut wrenching. Yeah, but literally in just that box the whole time. Yeah, yeah, it's a good film. Yeah, then there's essentially room with um, Captain mm. Marvel girl. She's literally the like, oh, movie stuck Brie in the fucking shed. The yeah, Brie Larson. Yeah, it's called Room. She's she was kidnapped by this man. He like rapes her and he just like feeds her and shit of having his baby. And Hear that, room. Eric? <laughs> yeah, I've been recorded viewing. Light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> It's not your standard sex, you see. <laughs> yeah, that movie's actually really good, but it's so fucking disturbing. Right, we have What's it called one more time? We have Room. company. Room. What was okay. the, uh, there was a movie too with um uh, Gina Gina, what's her name? She where Gina she's Gershon? Like, no, where she's um, Oh, like, she's a hot lady. She, she's mm -hmm. handcuffed to the bed and like gets stuck there like her husband doesn't show up or has a heart attack or something. You're talking just, misery? I don't no, know. No, 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 no. It's, um, I, gotta, I gotta look it up. You gotta look, okay. it, look it up. Look right. it up. Look it up. Look it up. I believe Mike has told us that our, our <laughs> yeah. guest has arrived as well. Hi, Jay. Ahoy, crew members. There he is. How we are you? Oh, his mustache is more spectacular than love ever. It. Love that. You look, you look like, because of the shadow, you look like Bob from Bob's Burgers right now. <laughs> Oh, that was my background. That was. Yeah, but look that at his, was. look at him smiling, and like you can only see like just where the fires 
highlighting the bo- the bones. <laughs> he just looks like a super thick and happy caterpillar just resting on his upper lip. It's great. Should we give him a proper introduction? Yes, Go for let's it. do it. Take All it right, away. Paco's Got Balls listeners, we have a very special guest this evening, a former patron of mine from my sources saloon days where we forged in the fires of that bar of friendship that will never die. We've brought him onto the show this evening. He is a former chopped champion and the head chef at Cunningham's in Towson. Please give it up, ladies and gentlemen, for Jay Rolfing. Low bandwidth. Network bandwidth is low. Mike should have had that queued up. Yeah, Mike. That one's slow. Oh my god. Anyway. Low and slow. What are we? What are we doing, Jay? You out by the fireside right now? Where are you? Where where are you at? I am. I lit a fire here out back. Would I demolished a rat and then decided to burn it instead of take it to the dump? Okay. Okay. Did he say rat? <laughs> what did he say? Ask him again. We oh, burn. Wow. I can't hear him. He's chopping up. He's got a spotty. He's got the Chris Lawrence signal. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we're having we're having trouble hearing you, Jay. You're cutting in and out. It sounded like you said. I'm rat. going to my. Hold on. <laughs> He's too far out. He's. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, that looks civilized. That looks more civilized. So what did you, yes. what did you, what did you burn? Uh, we had an old rabbit hutch here on the property. Oh, okay, good. Those of the old fashioned way. <laughs> Sleep match. Yes. Of course, an old rabbit hutch. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> yeah, we, we all have them. I, yeah. I recently purchased a fire pit myself, and now I just burn shit from around the house, and it's great. It keeps the yard clean wonderful sounds like a lot of fun you know so where do you get your firewood what's that where do you get your firewood i fell trees in parkville i just nice. ran. no real man you do have that lumberjack uh, mustache going on there so if if i have it one more day i think my wife is gonna kill me <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been rocking it, Jay? How long have you had that mustache? Uh, quarantine start. The start of quarantine, I stopped shaving my mustache. Nice. It's nice. It's nice. So she, when, so she doesn't like the mustache rides? <laughs> Jesus, Eric. There, and there it is. And there we go again. Oh, my God. <laughs> what happens when the ride stays on the mustache ride? All right. Uh, so, Jay... Do you have? Do you think that your kids are gonna like not recognize you and do like the cry when you shave it off? It's funny you say that because remember I used to have that big beard. Yeah, you used to be like all beardy. Yeah, I shaved it off one morning and Scarlett came up like it was nothing. She like tapped my face and said, "Okay." And oh, okay. Nothing. Yeah, because they- you know there's so many videos of where like parents shave, their dads shave, and then the kids are like, "Oh, who are you?" No, I mean there's. I swear, my daughter, she's cool as a fan, man. She just, um, she just goes with the flow and yeah. whatever. How do you like being a dad of two now? I tell you what, my, I, I say it all the time. My wife makes me look really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, our, our kids are well behaved. They're kind. They're sweet, and it's all her. You know, she, yeah. she, she's the super mom, and then I get the fun time. Like I get them in the morning when they just woke up and they're. 
they want to eat cereal and watch cartoons. And I'm there, and then I go to work, and then I come back and we play outside for a bit. And then Lee will take him up to do the bath and all the bad stuff. And I'm just like, all right, see ya. We'll have fun tomorrow. And Wow, uh, nice. Yeah. Do you ever do you ever cook them breakfast or you just you just do cereal? <laughs> yeah, what do we yeah, a chef here, buddy? <laughs> days we do scrammy eggs. Mm, mm. Days is what I cook, but I cook Lee scrammy eggs every morning. That's like a routine. Yeah. You know? Very nice. How do you do your scrammy eggs? Is, it, is there a, is there a secret scrammy eggs recipe we can glean from no this celebrity no chef? Now, if I had a nickel for every <laughs> But there is a very sophisticated technique to making scrammy eggs that Jay Wilson Oh, my God, Jay, real quick. Guess who's in town? Mike Wenzel. No way. He's here. He's at Justin Amick's house tonight. He was going to come over, but I got sick today. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mike Wenzel's in town. He's in for a couple more days. Okay. Well, I don't want you to, like, I'm not going to catch COVID on this thing because you're sick right now, am I? Uh, it was puke from Chinese food, but, you know, that's a, another. Racist. Oh. <laughs> Mike, hit the button. Mike, hit the button. That's a little bit yeah. racist. Yeah, you can't say Chinese food got you sick during COVID, mm-hmm. Wendy. You know that. Come on. Can't do that. Okay. I then <laughs> I'll just pull a Justin Schlegel and we'll edit this whole fucking episode out. There you go. Smart thinking. <laughs> now, first episode. Now, yeah, wait. Before we get too far away, Jay, I'm ready for that scramby eggs recipe. Don't think you're getting out of here without talking to us about it. First, you source the most local, freshly laid eggs. Or you just go to Giant. Okay. <laughs> you go milk your cow and churn your own butter. Or you just go to Giant. Right? <laughs> uh-huh. No, but the trick is, the way I do it, lots of butter. And you, you don't burn the butter. You froth the butter. And the eggs go in. You constantly stir. Some people throw them in, and then all of a sudden, they're, like, slowly moving the eggs. And you see this kind of, like, flap of egg come up in mm. the pan. And there are mm-hmm. these big chunks and curds. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> you mix it. You break up the curd so it's this really tender, buttery, emulsified curd of egg. Then you pull it off the heat, and you let it sit. And the residual heat in the pan will set the eggs to where they're nice and tender. They don't get burnt. They're fluffy. They're light. Like salt. You got to add salt at the end. You know? All right. The now, now, do you use clarified butter or just regular butter? Um, if I were, no. Clar- I mean, who clarifies butter in their own house? I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and that and just so I understand, that's that's butter that that kind of raises its hand and goes, "Let me be more clear." <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I clarify the shit out of some butter. Uh, oh god! We leave our butter on the on the counter, though. That's yeah. That's- I leave mine out too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta have soft butter. Real Jay, soft so butter. Being a professional chef and knowing how to do all the things, what is your favorite thing to make for yourself to eat? Damn it, Wendy. Oh, sorry. I actually don't even have a list of questions. He's a surprise guest. So I'm just fucking winging it here with things that I want to know. Uh, <laughs> scrapple. I love scrapple. Oh, God. I, mean, I do that's too. Great. That's great. I do too. 
I love Scrapple. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Go to dish. Lee and I, what we do is it's uh, like the most simple pasta you'll ever do. And it's, we do regular spaghettini, spaghetti, whatever you will. And that, and I have two pots going on my stove. I've got my boiling water behind me, like in the back burner with boiling salted water. My pasta goes in and then I've got a large saute pan. In the pan, I put olive oil. I toast some garlic. Then I take a can of chopped tomatoes, like crushed tomatoes. That goes in fresh basil. My pasta goes directly out of the boiling water. Like into I don't- the, Into the salté pan, right? I don't even strain it. I use my tongs and just pull it out. Yeah. Mm, you want some of that water, yeah. A little salt, a little bit of the pasta water that's seasoned with that salt, and now that starch from the semolina flour from the pasta that'll help thicken my. Oh, this I guy's thought, an artist. He's an artist. Keep going. Keep well, going. Like, I know. I take the whole pan and I just put it in the middle of us down at the table, and we just, you know, dump just it have at it. Nice. Oh. I'd say oh, more. Yeah. I'd say more of a chemist. More of a chemist. That's awesome. Mm. Now, Jay, uh, you I got to I got to address it. Uh, you've probably talked about it a million times, but so you got on chopped and then you won. Can you can you talk? How did you get on chopped? Like you're, you're a guy from Baltimore, right? <laughs> it was the night just like tonight mm. <laughs> <laughs> from your dungeon. <laughs> oh, um, so they had called um, the restaurant on a Friday night around 5 p.m. And uh and I said, I'm busy. I can't take any calls. And then they called my cell phone. I don't know how they got my cell phone. And, it and who, said, was it the network calling you or the show? It was the casting company that does all the casting for Food Network. And it, and it was like said New York on my cell phone. I was like, bill collector. You know? <laughs> 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 so then I had the mail and they asked if I'd be interested. And I called and um, it just moved really fast from there. They said, uh, can you do a Skype call? Can you fill out an application? They said, <clears throat> an application. And I was like, all right, I get this. I'm going to waste my time doing this and never hear back. Mm-hmm. Then I send it in. The next day, they called to see if I could do a Skype interview. And so I did the Skype interview. And then I thought, oh, I'll never hear from them again. Three days later, they said, can you film in April? And I said, wow. all right, do this. Yeah. So how did they get a, get a hold of you initially, though? How did they get your name? Like, how did what, what, did you apply for this, or did they just come out of the blue and, and contact? Yeah, they just you? like cold call you. Like, how's that? Yeah, I think they do. Is they do things like I mean, if I were looking for talented people, I'd go to Open Table or like you know I'd search top restaurants Baltimore or like sure yada yada. And you know I guess we came up because um, I think we're a pretty good restaurant. Yeah, you guys are for sure. Nice man. So then it then I went on there and, and um you know didn't make a fool of myself and, and cooked some tasty food and um victorious. Nice. So, so how annoyed were you because you couldn't tell anybody that you had won? You couldn't tell a soul. How annoying was it that everybody was like, but no, just tell me. But tell me, buddy. No, right. I'm just you can say it with me. You can real you can tell me. Yeah. You know. Okay, I'll um, keep a secret. A year and a half. A year and a half. Wow. Oh my God! You had to keep that secret that you won chopped for a year and a half. Holy wow! That's holy shit. Lisa thought that I went to New York City and just had a fun weekend. You couldn't even tell your wife. <laughs> my wife. Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! I was like, Oh my God! How do you live with that? <laughs> yeah. Now, how how did life change? Did it impact you in any way? Was what did people recognize you on the street, or is it, is it still just like, Hey, I won, and now life's back to normal? What what's different? It, it's back to normal. I had a couple moments. Like we were at the Irish festival at the fairgrounds last 
winter or when was that? I think it was in the in the fall. Mm, and before uh, before the death year. <laughs> Pre-COVID at BC. And um, so we're standing there and I'm drinking a beer and I've got my daughter on on my shoulders and and Lisa comes up, she goes, Those people are staring at you. <laughs> and I and I wait and they come up and they're like, You're the job. <laughs> And I said, yeah, that's me. And um, then they're like, can we get a picture? And I said, you're kidding me. And, um, <laughs> you're kidding me. <laughs> and, and I look at my brother-in-law and I was like, did you guys pay these guys money? To <laughs> she said that. <laughs> what do you win? What do you win, Jay? What was the prize? Ten grand, right? Nice. Dollars. Have, you, have you gotten the money they yet? Tax it? Yeah, they tax it. That's the other thing. Yeah. So I had to wait a year and a half to tell anyone. I paid the next month. So, <laughs> oh, wow. Even if they never air it, I got the cash. So nice. Hell yeah, man. That's nice. cool. Now, what happens after that? Do they, do they ever ask you back since you're a past champion, or do you? They, they actually did. They asked me back to film in January. And, oh. Uh, they had this new concept where you go against, like, they take someone who was a champion, and they go against a judge. Mm. Ed, and, um. And then they called and said that everything was kind of falling through and filming and planning. Yeah. 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 But, uh, you so, know. So, Jay, while we have you, um, we had you on the morning show at the station. Tell us about your interactions with Josh. Speaks? Yeah. He hated me. <laughs> I, don't think he, I don't think that he hated you, but you were like, he didn't even look in my direction. He wouldn't look me in the eye. And I was like, he's just a fucking weirdo. I don't know what to tell you. Let, let me set the stage. Okay. Lay it, it out. It was night just like tonight. <laughs> like, so I go in. Only morning. This board of food. I brought cookies, donuts, like everything that Cunningham's has to offer. And I bring it in and I was like, look what I have brought you guys because I'm the big fan. And, and Spiegel looks at me, he's like, um, looking out my big news window, I can't stand you. You know, <laughs> uh, I don't think so. He's just so he's just an awkward dude. Yeah. So I shook his hand and I think I was a little too aggressive. I'm one of those guys that has a firm handshake. Yeah. He like freaked out when I shook his hand. He's like, oh, he's probably like, oh, uh, <laughs> you were too alpha. You were yeah. too alpha. You literally walked in with dominance and he was like, well, I don't like that. Yeah. Did you have that mustache when you walked in there? No. Because that, that's an authoritarian that figure, is. you know. Yeah, yeah, he's like gonna, a proper headwear. He would look like a Vermont state. <clears throat> yeah, hey, so, hey uh, but he—he's a really kind guy, and those guys were really great. They treated me really nicely, and um, I was upset because that day John Lovitz was on, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh man, if I could just hang out in the hallway a little bit longer, I could like see John Lovitz. Why didn't you <laughs> just ask Hannah if you could? Hannah and I aren't tight like that. You could have just messaged me and been like, hey, can I can I meet John Lovitz? I would have messaged her. Also, with that mustache, you could have probably said, hey, I'm John Lovitz. And people <laughs> wouldn't have been able to tell the difference. And you would have just gone into his dressing room. Try that next time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, apparently John Rollo of Shogun Fights was in with John Lovitz and they like formed a bromance. Dude, they, like I said that day I got a little like I think I um, freaked Scott out because I sent him a text where it was, because I found out they both liked their dogs. They were all about their dogs. Yeah. And, I, and I 
I text Scott a picture of Lovett and Rollo together with their dogs looking at each other. And I was like, look, it's a new bromance. And then, then I think Scott like uh, ghosted me. He's like, that chef's a little weird already sending me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I've, I've, I've known Scott for 10 years and I've been working with him for six and a half. And he doesn't just respond to anyone. It's not just you. It's not ghosting. It's his reading and just throwing the phone down. He does not talk to anybody. Okay. Yeah, don't take that personally. Do you want to know a funny thing um, about that when I went on there? So, you know, when you hear someone, you have a visual of, you, you think what they're going to look like. Right. And I, I've known Scott through, through like, you know, being a Baltimore kid, more about the same age. And um, so I knew him, but I always thought his voice, I thought the voices were flipped on the radio. I Justin thought, and Scott? It was Justin, yeah. Yeah, that happens a lot, actually. So, oh. Jay, Jay, I was watching um, the local ABC News do a report on uh, when you had one chopped, and how do you feel about the fact that they called you Jay Rawlings? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll oh. tell you. So, ever since I was a kid they could never say my last name right. I mean, hot, lacrosse coaches, soccer coaches. Uh, are you bragging that you played sports? <laughs> sports. Oh, my coaches. I mean, they could never. <laughs> All the scouts. Every time I was on the bench and they were like, Rothlinger, you're not getting in the game. Just sit Rothlinger. <laughs> make, make me some scramby eggs. Yeah. And that's what you said. You said, I'll show you, coach. I'll make the greatest scrambled eggs in the history of the world. You'll see. <laughs> Love it. Jay, Jay, what dish did you win with? What, what was your championship dish? Yeah. They all were championship dishes. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. That in your pipe and smoke it. Is there a link to this episode that we can see? Like, is there any way to find it? Um, yeah, you can um, go on YouTube. They have it. It's the episode is called Holy Baloney. Okay. On it. Writing that down. Yeah. First first round they gave me a bologna cake to cook with it's like this stack of bologna and cream cheese that's dressed like a cake that sounds incredibly bad oh. it was yeah. <laughs> what do you use that for so what did you make so i made you ready to talk about highfalutin with your clarified butter i made a bologna and cream cheese croque monsieur with an air monsieur an heirloom tomato vinaigrette and a cel celery salad. Damn. Well, fuck me. Wow. Yeah, were they just like, this is amazing? Well, I tell you what, the, you know, a show like TV is about telling a story, right? I mean, I think everything is if you want to be entertaining, you have to tell a story. And uh, what I came to realize, you know, 18 hours of production broken down into one hour. Yep. My experience was all complimentary. There wasn't much criticism of, of the food. They weren't um, they weren't bullies to me or anything. I had a blast. And then when I watched how they edited it, they took things that they didn't say to my face when they were off camera, and they were kind of like they made it seem like they were critiqued. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm -hmm. And in no way do I am I trying to sound arrogant. There were a lot of talented people on that show with me, um, but I felt very confident through the whole episode. Mm -hmm. that I, if I stayed humble and did what I'm used to doing, I would win. 
Nice. So when you were when you were given this this uh, challenge, how quickly did your your solution come to mind? Did it take you a while to like process it out, or was it like boom? You're like, oh, I know what I can do with this. Well, so yeah, getting the getting the um, momentum going and like the the creative juices going, I kind of I related to I slumdog millionaire this game. <laughs> <laughs> First, first round, um, there was an, there were heirloom, there was an ingredient. It was like a can of tomato soup, and I knew everyone was gonna make some sort of version of tomato soup. But I had been just messing with all summer long, um, toasting southwestern spices and whole spices, and then grinding them and really developing deep flavors. Right, so I knew I was gonna go that route. And instead of everyone making a bologna grilled cheese and a and a soup, I'm gonna make like a really cool tea sandwich with a vinaigrette and something really composed. And so I went straight to that recipe that I had memorized. I had done it a million times and boom, right? And I nailed it because I'd done it a million times. Second round, they had rams. And it's like a spring onion that grows in the wild and everyone gets excited. It's like the first seasonal um, growth from the dead, right? And What did you I, call it, Jay? A, gr- a ramp? R-A-M-P. Okay, it's a ramp, All right? Picture a green onion with a garlic flavor and a leafy top, right? So what I did was, like, we have a ramp patch out in the woods way off of Mount Carmel Road where we harvest ramps for the restaurant. And it's like this top secret thing, and we all have fun with it, and we only tell cooks that earn the right to know where it is. And stuff We're like going to need those coordinates. All right, continue. <laughs> PM me later, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what I went to that and i did that dish and then um it was beef kidneys and i know it's a organ meat so it's going to be kind of like a liver flavor and i since i butcher whole animals all the time we always use the innards we don't waste anything so i had a one-up on them for that so i went straight to this dish that i used to do with that and then dessert they gave me uh key limes and i used to do this key lime sorbet at my old restaurant and i'd have to make it three times a week mm. and i cucumber in it and that's what made it really interesting instead of like water or um, simple syrup i would just throw a whole cucumber in the blender with the key lime juice and that would be the base of my sorbet it would give me the viscosity that floral hint of a cucumber um and that blew their mind and for me it was like i zipped it up in like two seconds because i'm so used to doing it um <laughs> you just got softballs thrown to you each time. Oh, you, you, I love it though. I know. It's such it's a great, yeah, it's such a great. I'm like listening the whole time. Like, I know. Yeah, each one he's like, I know how to do this. I know how to do that. That's yeah, just all lined up for you, man. It's great. Yeah, that's cool. I was really lucky because, I mean, everyone who was there with me was in a different um, part of their culinary journey, like in their career. They were in a different stage than I was. Like, there was one girl there who was just a new line cook and she was. Uh, found a mentor and she was really excited about cooking and stuff but you know when you're a line cook you're not creating your own food you don't even have a sense of what your vision of what food is you know your chef tells you to make so i think it's real challenging to go on a show like that and then you have to create your own and and your voice has to be um like have um continuity and, and come together you know in 30 minutes so it's like telling ron burgundy to not use the teleprompter Correct. Burgundy. Jay, I know where you're coming from too, because I was a line chef uh, at Sources, working under the very, uh, the very venerable Matthew Trapper Jensen, 
who, who if it, wait, who, if you don't if you don't recall, if somebody ordered a grilled cheese, he would go ballistic, lose his shit, smash everything back there, and say, "You can't make a fucking grilled cheese at home. You got to come to fucking sources." Where do you land on that? You get mad making a grilled cheese, Jay? Let me tell you something. <laughs> he had to close the door. <laughs> I am. Um... I am never in the business, and I preach this to all of my cooks, everyone I work with, everyone in the business that work comes works with me. We are never in a position to say no. We are never in a position to turn away a chance to make a dollar and make someone happy. That's the only way you'll stay in business. My mentor told me that. He goes, who are we to ever turn down a dollar? If we can make someone happy, we make them loyal to us, and they'll come back over and over. I don't care if it's grilled cheese. I don't care if it's buttered pasta for some kid who's not even going to bite it or taste it. But I made the parents happy by saying, here, try it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do well, it. Yeah. And I'm, and yeah. I'll am cook with clarified butter and foie gras and all of that. <laughs> or I'll make some scrammy eggs and ketchup. I do not care. <laughs> you know, I'm making the person happy. I'm cooking for it. That's all that matters. Very all good. Right. Well, Love it. That's how you get so, successful, right? So nice. Hey, what... what, what uh, took you down your culinary uh, path? Like where, what, at what point in your life did you, you know what? I, I want to be a cook. I want to be a chef. Well, it's funny you asked that. It was a night. Have you ever, have you ever wanted to be a comic? I'm not as funny as you guys. <laughs> yeah. You're pretty I mean, funny. You're, right? doing, you're, you're doing, you're doing yeah. really, really well. You're pretty mm-hmm. funny. Good, good so, timing, Jay. Good timing. Three, two, one. <laughs> so there I was. My, my grandfather was a baker um, after the war, and he would make angel food cake. And he, and when you pull angel food cake out of the oven, it um, and you, you rest it upside down. I thought it was the coolest thing ever, right? And he would make lentil soup, and he would do all these things. And um, I would just sit in the kitchen and watch him. And... Um, Growing up then, you know, I came from a broken home or like around when I was 10, my parents separated. So it was kind of like, you know, my mom had to work really hard to, uh, you know, provide for us. And it was just me and my brother. So I just started cooking and experimenting. You know, one of the first things, ironically, scrambled eggs, you start to make scrambled eggs or then you start to make spaghetti or you're making, you know, and uh, it just became a thing. My first job was washing dishes and it sucked. My high school bully was the guy who trained me. I, I washed every dish for like a month. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember. But but the cool, like, then I look at the line cooks and they're cool. They are playing with fire and knives and they're getting all the girls. And I said, <laughs> I want to be a line cook. And then from there, it just, it's all I've ever done. Rockstar chef. Jay, when did you go from being a line cook to being your own cook? It, it's funny you say it. it's it's a state. So um, I moved to Florida and I worked there until I was 21. And I came home and um, I got a job at the Harbor Court Hotel. And I was working with a guy, like a, a team of guys that were all my age. And they, we were all very ambitious and um, competitive. And it drove us, like if one person came up with a really creative dish, the next day I wanted to one-up him and one-up him. And and I wanted to work cleaner and I wanted to have, be more precise. And um, it just went that. And then I got my first management job in Annapolis where I became the executive chef there. And um, then I came to realize being an executive chef of a country club is just you're a personal chef to like 300 people who all think they can do whatever they want. Yeah. And 
country club life wasn't for me. So I came back to Baltimore and started at Linwood in 05. Yeah, you were there for a while, right? I was yeah. there 13 years. Yeah, that's when, I'm, that's when I met you, when you were working with Michael. Pencil, yeah. Yeah. That's a hell of a restaurant too, man. Linwood's, that's good. You've been around, man. Yeah. The chef there for a decade and over that period of time, that man, Linwood, became my mentor and he, and he challenged me to think about food, create my own food and say, what, what do I think food should be? Because my vision is going to be someone else's. And it's great because, you know, it gives an opportunity for the guest to see something new that they haven't seen at Linwood's in the 20 years that he had been open. He's like, create your own stuff, you know, grow. They're not all going to be winners. I made some really shitty food over that period of time that I was trying to be creative, but mm -hmm. I found my own voice. And what happened is just like comedy, you know, I know that one of the big rules is you never steal another comic material, but maybe their delivery or maybe how they carry themselves on stage or something like that might influence how you become, a, you know, or mm -hmm. like, yeah, you like to focus on, you know, like whether you go blue or not, or, you know, it's the same way with cooking. It's like, I like certain, well, whoever, whoever books the room is telling you like, this is what we need from you. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I like, I just went to Eric's face and then, but he didn't say anything. Man, like, this is an intelligent <laughs> system. This is an intelligent system. <laughs> You're, you're That's so cool. Stay away from the rape jokes this week. <laughs> uh, stay away from those every week. Mm. So, Jay, uh, how are you and your wife getting along in quarantine world? It doesn't mm. matter because you're still going to work every day, I guess? Yeah, because I'm working, it's a little different. We kind of, um, we had a conversation last night. I was supposed to take some vacation time and I didn't because, you know, the goal is like, how do I keep this business running? It's not business as usual. What can we do? How can we pivot it? And um, I, uh, but I, yet I want to spend time with my children. You know, you don't get, you don't get it back. I think Eric, you, correct? I'm sorry, what? You have children, Eric? Yeah, yeah. I've got two little girls. Next thing you know, they just. Um, we have like another visitor. Scarlett's using prepositions this morning. She's like blabbing, blah, 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 and blah, 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 and. <laughs> Like, and yeah. I was like, like what? So and what are you doing to keep the restaurant open? Are you just like selling the breads and the goods in retail or are you just like doing takeout? So we're doing um, frozen pot pies. I make scratch pot pies. And oh, I got, I saw a picture of those. I mm. really want one. I'm calling it Cunningham's at home. Uh, it's like artisan made food that I batch out and fortunate freeze it so all you have to do is take it home put it in your oven at 350 for 45 minutes what's Dang. the price what's the price on one of those pot pies mm -hmm. a cool 40 beans gets you a meal for four so 10 bucks a person for wow. red wine braised short ribs yeah that's Damn, pretty right. good yeah, i'll so take two in case i want seconds <clears throat> i'm gonna be jumping on that because i live about two minutes from from yeah i don't live too far either i'm in parkville i might make a special trip mm-hmm Oh, I would love to see you. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, wait, from so six short, feet I, away. Wait, I, what, how are the renovations going? Because I drove by and it was it, it was looking pretty uh, renovated-ish. All the demising walls are up. Um, so you, we have a vision of the space. I've secured um, all the web page stuff to put up our new web page with the new concept. And, um, you know, we're... We're working on it all. It's all coming together and it's moving along at a, at a good pace because construction still considered, um, you know, essential. So 
each day people are in there working and working. Nice. Yeah. Well, to wrap it up, what's your favorite cocktail? What's your go-to? Bud Light bottle. Uh, that, that's just because that's what was laying around. TLDs, oh. werewolf killers. Mm. Wait, run, run. You're like a big craft beer guy, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, okay, so what was the point of you guys taking me to racers all the time? Because I, I walked to it from my house. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I hate racers. Remember? Jay, remember I was like, I hate racers. <laughs> and you and Mike would always take me there. I was like, this place sucks. <laughs> I think I'm the only guy at racers who drinks Coors Light. <laughs> I felt like I was bugging the bartender every fucking time I asked for something. I was like, really sorry to bother you. Can I get a vodka, water? And he was like, just like annoyed that I wasn't drinking some like 4.9% uh, IPA. Like, that's I was like, just, that's just skip anyway. Right, yeah. but like working in the industry, like I don't want to have to get to know somebody like this if this is how they treat people in the beginning. I've been going there 20 years, and I think he, he said thank you to me once just because I was an asshole. I was like, I tip you every Can I ask you another restaurant question hold, before hold we cut him loose, quick, too? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah, let you yeah. go. Just let, Don't let him go without me being no, able to yeah, ask this no, last I just question. I want to find out what is in this this drink that he just mentioned. The werewolf killer? Yeah. Is that what he called it? Yeah, what is that? It's a silver bullet. You it's don't have Google? Oh, oh, okay. Just straight yeah. straight and easy. Okay. Tapping the Rockies, balls. Yeah. Quite, a, quite a cocktail. Yeah. Coors of the banquet beer. What? I tell you what, Stefan and you guys, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hook up with Stefan or maybe Wendy because she's a Parkville girl, and I'm going to drop off a bottle of this hooch I made. It's a ginger kind Ooh. of – brew that i fermented so it tastes almost like a moscow mule and, yeah uh, so when we're done with this whole thing here i'll just take it to the boys in the studio yeah, yeah. I, I was serious about a special trip jay too i might come up there and grab one yeah. of those, uh, those dinners from you it sounds good text me let me know um, yeah i like i said i'm taking a little time this week to be with lisa and help take care sure. of the kids it's, the, it's a herculean effort to have two kids under two kind of thing with lisa so um, but let me know. I'll meet you up there and I'll, I'll share with you. Cool, nice. man. Yeah, sure. For sure. Hey, like, so I want to ask this last question. It's, it, it goes like this. How long have you been cooking? Since How many years? 10. Yeah. Uh, 14. Yeah. I mean, for, oh, yeah. 30 about, years, 20 about, years, 20 years. But yeah. It's a professional chef, a professional cook with a degree. 23 years. All right. So I'm not going to ask you of you because this would out you. And in those 23 years, what's the worst thing you've seen somebody in a kitchen do to get back at a customer? We, we've always seen it in the movies. Not you. But what have you seen in those 23 years? You had to see something. I, in, I've been blessed enough to work in places where that would never happen. Okay. Now, I'm mean, 100%. But have you heard anything through the grapevine of other cooks? No, nah, like as much as it's joked about, it never happens. There's a level of intake that every person should have, or at least has. I mean, I've never heard of it. You know, you joke. You, things like, <laughs> All I can say is thank God sources is closed because you wouldn't be going back, brother. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You better say, uh, I bet it's a different story coming from a Ruby Tuesdays or a TGI. Uh, hi, hi, Wendy Townsend here. I worked at Ruby Tuesday for two years before I worked at a very clean and professional other corporate restaurant. And that shit flew all the time. Mm -hmm. It was not good. <laughs> they made that movie called Waiting. Every, every time I saw that movie, I was like, this is 
Yeah, this is literally how it yeah. was. Right. Yeah, those were the days. Well, good, Jay. You're you're an ethical cook. You are. That was, that you was a are. test, and you passed. You passed with a A plus. I, you're only as good as the last dish you made, and you know, people people forget about all of the great you did, but they'll never forget about yeah. the one time you have someone over. You did something really shady. I haven't made a meal since I burnt down my kitchen. Oh man. Yeah. Oh yeah, Wendy, Wendy. Tell us that before we go. <laughs> you had a kitchen uh, fire. Yeah, so I've been I haven't cooked this much in my home since the beginning of time. And because I can't go anywhere. So it's heating up oil because I I wanted really crispy french fries. And then the it, the oil started popping and then it just burst into flames. It got my hair, so I'm missing like pieces of my hair. It was on my face, my eye burns all over my hands. Like it it I could get too big that I couldn't contain it with like just smothering it. Ran upstairs to grab my bath mat to like grab it out. And then I had to drop it midway through my kitchen. It burnt my couch and the wall and the hardwood. I just wanted to get it out of the house because it was already up the wall. It was burning everything. Jesus. So, yeah. So now if you come if you come in my house now, the whole the walls like in the back are black. I wiped down the cabinets and the ceiling and stuff. My dad's already replaced the hood, but this we're waiting on the stove next week. And we're buying and we're I'm, buying missing a patch of hair. We're buying her a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Yes. Well, my the- dad, my dad always taught me never put water on an oil fire. So I was just trying to smother it, just trying to like do the best that I could. That's... And I just said I have to get it out of the house because it's already up the wall. Like I gotta get. Why it you gotta have an ABC? <laughs> uh, panic was ensuing, and no, I was I burnt bet. everywhere. Okay, it was like it was a freak out moment. Jay, what would you have done in that situation? Is, is the fire still at Wendy's house, or is it? A- <laughs> two different answers. <laughs> As it spread beyond your apartment, oh. Wendy, or your house. <laughs> Wendy, I'm going to jet, get some fries on the way home. You're good. <laughs> um, oh, Wendy was right. No, no water on the no. fire. No. Other it, some baking soda or, you know, something like that. But, you know, the, the next time, Wendy, get yourself a nice thermometer. Temp, temp that grease because yeah. it Clearly, a lot hotter than it needed to be for that 350 to fry your French fries. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> Safety first. Safety first. Yep. Correct. I'd say she was at about 600 on that oil. Yeah. Well, mm. uh, so let's get into it. Wendy, what kind of oil were Was it a blend? Was it olive oil? Was uh, it I was mul- using the vegetable oil the, in the bottle, the clear bottle. So the Frisco. smoke point on the vegetable oil is actually a temperature of 583 degrees Fahrenheit, which you were probably teetering on right before it engulfed in flames. In really that hot? Yeah. Psych, I don't, I don't, I need that whole number up. I <laughs> you said it's so convincing. I know. I was like, there's no way it was hot. This man could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman wearing white gloves. It's a popsicle, Richard. <laughs> I, I, it sounded racist. Do we have to hit the button? I, I'm not sure. I, I think so. <laughs> yeah, hit it. That's oh a little bit. Oh man, Jay, thank you so much. Can Jay, any, thank you for. Is anybody going to say hi to Mark? Hi, Mark. Mark. Hi, Mark. We'll get to you in just a second. We hi, Mark. You we'll talk to you, sir. I want to thank you all for having me. This is a lot of fun. I'd love to come back sometime. Yeah. We want to yeah. get you. Yeah. We want. We want you in the studio. Yeah. yeah. Take it light. I'll see you guys soon. Tell Lisa, right. thank Thanks, you Jay. for letting us steal Thanks, your time. Thanks, Jay. Thank you, you Jay. Appreciate you, brother. Uh-oh. All right. Mark Riccadon in the house. Who was that? I was trying to just be quiet. 
Listen to his voice. Listen to his thunderous voice. Yes. Oh my! Listen to him. All right, we're gonna give me like yeah. Take a quick break. Yeah, we'll take a break. Say a little break. Hey, wait! Thanks so much for coming on, Mark. See you later. See you later. You guys always treat me so well. Don't 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 hang up. We're gonna don't hang up. Don't hang up. We'll keep this going. Mike, All did right. you end that episode yet? No. <laughs> oh, we're still going. All right. Well, thanks, loyal listeners. This yeah. has been episode 166 with Celebrity Jeff, Jay Rolfe, and we had a great time with him. I'm Paco. He's Balls. She's Wendy. He's Mike. And we've had a great time with you guys. Thank you, Dark Continent. Good night. This is a big-timing comedy production.